Are you ready to stop the self-sabotage and create the life you desire? Well, in order for that to happen, you need to break free from the bad beliefs that are holding your success hostage. You need to optimize the stress by turning it into extra energy for success. And those hurtful habits? Well, we need to give that pain a purpose for progress. Welcome to Stop the Self-Sabotage and Create the Life You Desire podcast. When's the last time you felt like your get up and go got up and left without you? There's numerous reasons why we feel like we're losing momentum and motivation. But typically, it's because one of the big five, the big five motivators, it's because it's getting met in a dysfunctional way or it's getting met in a way that is out of order for you. So I'm going to share with you some of my clients and what they're experiencing to see if it doesn't give you some insight to what you might have going on. So I have a client I worked with today who's wanting to move into love again, but this time in a healthy way. Then another one wants to stop giving herself away in business. Oh, we've all done that somehow, some way where we've over-promised and under-delivered because there's nothing left of us to give. Then there was another client today that she wants to experience her feelings again. So she had to put them away at one point when she was a child because the situation she was in, it was just way too scary to, to have those feelings at the surface. So she had to suppress them and repress them. And now she's learning how to let them back out, but in a way that's going to be safe for her. Another client today wants to regain her health. Something came along and it took it away from her. Another client wants to discover her health. She never had it in a particular area. There's always been a chronic condition. Now, you'll notice that some of these are moving towards an experience, like moving into love again or moving into emotions. And then others are moving away from something, like moving away from giving herself away for free or moving away from the disease in her life. So the brain has two directions. It has pain avoidance or progress producing. And you just can't go right into progress producing if you don't give your powerful mind the certainty that you are going to limit the the exposure to what could potentially hurt you again. You, You need to put a boundary around yourself and rules around situations. And then you want to look at your motivators. Now, I shared with you a couple of days ago that I'm going to give you the process and system whenever I work with a client for the first time. I'm going to give you the same process and system I take them through. I also told you I will be with you every step of the way if you choose to work with me privately. And there's for two, two reasons for that. Number one, you don't know what you don't know. 
So you're missing an area of your absolute brilliance because you were conditioned and programmed by your previous pain to dim that light down so others wouldn't be threatened or feel bad about the fact that their light wasn't on. So that's the first one. And then the the second reason why you want to look at working with someone, whether it's me or somebody else, but you want to look at working with them privately is because your subconscious mind, which runs all of your habits and patterns, and success or failure is simply a habit and pattern. It's a repeated process. Your subconscious mind always performs better when it feels like somebody in authority is observing and then giving it power to do even better. So it's not enough just to be watched, but is the person who's doing the watching giving you a transfer where they are now empowering you on how to take the next step based on your unique brilliance? Okay, so let's get back to the five motivators and why you feel like your get up and go has got up and left. I've shared with you about this in the past, that if you take your hand and you trace around it on a piece of paper, uh, in the old days, when I was in school here in the U.S., we would do this to make turkeys out of our hand. The thumb was the head and the four fingers were the feathers. We would do that for Thanksgiving. Uh, I've been reminded by some of my listeners in other countries, they don't do this. Thank you very much. But this is a great way for you to keep track of the motivators because the thumb, which is the head, is your status. Do you feel like it's up or is it thumbs down? And your status is all about how others perceive you. Then the index finger is control. Wherever you point it at is what you're giving power to. So if you're pointing it at another person and saying, you have to change before my life can be better, you've just handed your power over to them. You need to be pointing your finger at yourself or up to your higher power and going, "Mm -hmm, this is what's going to make it happen. Then you've got your middle finger. This is the finger for freedom. This is choices in how we express ourselves. And if we feel like somebody's taking our choices away, what do we do? We give them the finger. Then you have your ring finger. This is all about relationships and your your circle of support. If you cared about it, you should have put a ring on it. But it also means where we can bargain against ourselves for the benefit of someone else, where we give ourselves away. And then the pinky finger, the very last finger, is all, uh, all about fairness and justice and truth. By the way, this is the weakest finger on your hand, just like it is the weakest motivator. And if you're relying on life to be very fair for you or the truth of somebody else to honor you, then you're going to have a really hard time in life. By the way, I want to give a quick shout out to the people that I've been able to support here in the last few days. India, Aruba, Mexico, the Czech Republic, Hungary, France, South Africa, Turkey, New Zealand, Kenya, Qatar, Germany, Poland, Belgium, Russia, Canada, Australia, United Kingdom, and thank you, United States. I am absolutely honored to be able to support all of you. Okay, so for you to be motivated and continuing to build momentum towards your goal, you're going to have a primary motivator and a secondary motivator. 
The last two motivators, relationships and truth and fairness, are the weakest fingers on the hand. So if one of those is a motivator, you always have it paired with one of the first three. But you may not have one of those two motivators. It could be status and freedom, or it could be status and control. Now, here's where things get messed up, because your secondary motivator is the one that you probably took on when you were a child or a teenager and you learned you couldn't have something in life. You were denied going after a goal. There wasn't enough certainty. Uh, You could not count on anybody else. There was always drama. You were told you weren't good enough and you were told there wasn't enough. That's the core four right there of our, our emotional needs. And so there was something that was lacking in your life that then caused what's known as an imprint. An imprint is a an identity of your personality. It's an aspect that you accepted. It's a way you focus on things. It's how you feel about them. And it's the actions that you take. And so if you're motivated by freedom, but it's freedom in a dysfunctional way that you're always finding everything and everyone in your life that tries to hold you back and they try to tell you what you can't have, then you're going to have an aspect of your personality that always seeks out people to put in the role of the antagonist and always tries to hold you back because your subconscious mind thinks in stories. It's not analytical. That's your conscious mind. Your conscious mind chooses the goal. Your subconscious mind tells the story about you getting there or not. Okay. So this younger you, when it learned that you couldn't have something, well, it became motivated then to find all the reasons why you couldn't have it. All the people, places, and things to explain why this couldn't be part of your life. Okay, so you've got a motivator that was assigned to this younger you. And remember, it's going to be status, but we can get status by being a hot mess, by being a victim, by always being down. Control, pointing our fingers at everything else, saying, yeah, you have to make this happen for me. Giving everybody the middle finger, going, you're trying to stop me. Relationships, we have to give ourselves away. And then fairness, justice, and truth, it's not fair. And then you're again, you're going to find all the situations to put yourself in on why it's not fair. Then you have a primary motivator. This is attached to the mature part of you, the, the wise woman that you possess, that wants to go after the goal. You want to go after it in a healthy way. And so you're using that motivator as far as I want to be seen by others as a leader, that I'm in control of my life, that look, you do have freedom, and that I want to bring others along with me, and that this is the truth, you can make it happen. But you've got your motivators out of order. 
Because even though you've got that secondary motivator, which isn't as strong as strong as the first, what is stronger than that wise woman is the part of you that holds your pain, which is the younger you. This is the reason why I love hypnosis is because you can tap into these different aspects of your personality and let them know exactly what they're supposed to do. So one of the clients that I worked with today had put away being able to feel as a child because it was very dangerous And you can imagine the different situations children can find themselves in, why they no longer want to be able to feel. And so um, she put away her ability to feel. Relationships were not safe. That's her primary motive or her secondary motivator. Her primary to go after her goals, which is a career where she's honored and respected. Uh, that's status. She wants to model leadership for others. But she has this secondary motivator that's all about relationships and she wants to bring people up with her. Remember, a rising tide lifts all ships, but she's got shit in her life that she needs to deal with because relationships aren't safe, because it's not safe to feel. And until that younger her has been given permission to stay safe, that it's going to be the wise woman aspect of her personality that can handle drawing boundaries. And so that way her younger um, aspect can find all the ways to play and enjoy life until relationships and bargaining at the expense of herself, putting away her emotions so she doesn't feel, and then wondering why people come in and take advantage of her because she can't feel if they're taking advantage of her until it's too late. Can you see how one thing has built upon the other? Until we deal with that, she's not going to be able to move into status of leadership. But then it goes back to symptoms have purpose. So her symptoms do one of four things. They either soothe her. They, um, that's one of them. They distract her. They uh, allow her to get attention, but in a dysfunctional way. Uh, and, and they allow her to connect with others through painful problems. Now for this client, see, it's unique to each client. This is the reason why you cannot listen to a podcast. You cannot read a book. You cannot take a class without having insight on your unique personality and all, how all these pieces of the puzzle fit together to form your brilliance. So we had to look at first what her symptoms were trying to do for her. And her symptoms were were trying to make her um, cognizant of the fact that she has been taught to connect with people through problems. And so we addressed that. And then we looked at, okay, well, now what's motivating you? And for her, it was status and it was her relationships, but her relationships were connect with people through problems. So she had to be a problem or find them as a problem. And so she can't move into status. She wonders why she's so exhausted. It's because she's fighting this aspect that although 
young in years, it's been with her the longest. The part of her that says, let's be a leader, let's go out and obtain status. While it's mature, it's one of the newer aspects of her personality. So that needed to be addressed. Now, what about you? What, what are the pieces that form you? And the law of polarity says for everything that has pain, it holds the seeds of progress. But you've got to give that pain a purpose. It's got to ignite your potential. And that's why I love hypnosis. By the way, if I can assist you with this, one 699 And even if you decide I'm not the hypnotist for you, I'll let you know what questions you should be asking when you reach out to another hypnotist to interview them. Because most of the time, they're just going to focus on behavioral modification. And instead, you need to be looking at an identity upgrade. Okay, um, you have another option. Go to drewdawnferguson.com forward slash Vista, V-I-S-T-A. You're going to see a workshop that you can take with me, small group, where we're going to look at the stories you tell yourself. There's five of them, and it's the story you're telling yourself harmonious with the goal you're going after, because if it's not, you're never going to get there. By the way, you decide you want to have a session with me, I'll gift you that workshop. But uh, I, I don't know how long I'm going to do that. The workshop is already a third full. So um, just to let you know. Okay, so let's wrap this up. When I work with a private client, step number one, we look at symptoms have purpose. So what are your symptoms trying to tell you? Then step number two, your motivators. You are motivated right now to have a challenge, to have a problem. You're also motivated for your progress until you deal with the secondary motivator that is around your problem. You're never going to be able to move into progress and keep building your momentum. Okay, the next time we get together, it's going to be all around your values and the core four, how that wound is keeping you stuck but it actually holds the seeds of your wealth. So until we get together, blessings on your brilliance. What I've been sharing with you is part of your time to thrive. See, we can get stuck in a healing process, but what's beyond the healing? Well, there's growth, and then there's goals, and then there's vision. And your time to thrive is a very special membership where you access a course or a live event with me every single month that is going to teach you this process. So that way you're not dependent upon someone else for your progress. Instead, you're empowered to be able to make upgrades on your own. And then whenever you hit a block that just seems to be too much for you to get over, that's when you bring in someone for assistance. So it, the, this membership is only open for the next few days. Go to dawnlandrum.com and you'll see all the details when you click on the tab that says time to thrive.